Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging brands to marketing strategies to regulatory pressures. At Natural Products Expo West this year, walking down an aisle without seeing a call out for prebiotics or probiotics was nearly impossible as more players raced to meet consumer demand for each, which research from Coefficient Capital shows is climbing fast. A survey of more than 3,000 U.S. consumers by the investment group done in concert with the new consumer and Instacart revealed 55% of Americans are aware of probiotics, and of those, 48% are extremely or very interested in consuming them. In addition, Instacart shoppers searching for probiotic shot up 30% in 2022 compared to 2021. Awareness of prebiotics isn't quite as far along, with only 14% of surveyed Americans saying they were aware of prebiotic soda, for example. But interest among those in the know was almost as high as for probiotics, with 45% reporting that they were extremely or very interested in consuming prebiotic sodas. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, companies at Natural Products Expo West, either featuring pre- or probiotics in their products or supplying them, share what is driving consumer interest in both and how they're rising to meet demand and some of the opportunities as well as challenges that are associated with each. So consumer interest in pre- and probiotics have come a long way, even in just the past five years. Thanks in large part to a rising awareness about the importance of gut health, which Loretta Ketsriku, global platform leader for nutrition, health, and wellness at Ingredion, predicts will open the floodgates for many more benefits and product innovation. Consumer knowledge has definitely evolved over the years, right? So we started off, I think, predominantly with probiotics that is very well familiar to most consumers. So probiotics... I think have been well established and well accepted by most, you know, um, most of the basic consumers. Um, And I think that, you know, it was mostly driven through, you know, I think the uh, dairy industry, a lot of yogurts, and now it's going through different kind of mainstream products like beverages as well. I mean, you see it in so many different ways, in different iterations and different applications. Um, Prebiotics, even though consumers... Um, a few consumers, um, you know, understand what prebiotics are. It's still gaining traction. I would say that today, where we are at today uh, with prebiotics, has definitely come a very long way from where we were, say, five years ago or even, you know, earlier. Um, and I think that, you know, industry in general has a responsibility to continue to drive that kind of education. Because when you think about it generally, right, what are prebiotics and what are postbiotics? I think the um, overall effect and then the overall benefits are the same. I mean, you're talking about gut health. You've seen that, you know, uh, there's a lot of um, uh, interest in, um, you know, in products that have some claims or benefits for digestive health. So let's start there. Somebody mentioned the other day, and I actually do believe it, that the gut health is going to be that direction for health in general. Um, there's a lot of push for uh, you know, uh, food as medicine or food um, as a source of uh, uh, healthy uh, remedies, or if you, should, if you should put it that way. 
So a lot of people want to get, uh, consumers are looking to get, you know, um, these benefits through food and beverages, right? And so they're eating more labels now and eating anything that has a gut health or a digestive health type benefit is of interest to consumers. Um, and so I think that's the direction in general where this is going. Um, and we can expect that because you know, at the end of the day, consumer interest or demand is what's going to drive the market, right? And so um, I can expect that uh, a lot of more food and beverage um, you know, manufacturers would also begin to um, be a little bit more innovative as to where they could include um, a lot more uh, products uh, that have gut health um, benefits in general. As companies innovate with pre- and probiotics to meet diversifying needs, Katsuriku cautioned that they should work closely with their suppliers to ensure that they're selecting the best probiotic strain or prebiotic for their purpose, and the amount or dose in the final product sufficiently supports any claims that they're making. Probiotics are very mainstream. A lot of people really have a good view of it, um, a very good understanding of it, I, I believe. Um, I think most people do. Um, and... Um, and prebiotics are also gaining traction, and I think they're getting a lot more press um, than, uh, you know, as compared to uh, probiotics now. Um, obviously, you know, when it comes to uh, applications or usage of pre and pro, they also vary. Um, prebiotics typically tend to be more stable in uh, most uh, products or most um, food applications, food and beverage applications. So you can use it in a wider variety of uh, products. You still have parameters that could not could be um, uh, could have some effect on the product and the end product. So you think about the very extremely low pH or extreme. I mean, you need to understand what they're trying to use this product in, right? And and when so you can advise the right time to add what you know level of water, you know ratio, what where how to mix it in, or you know all of that kind of stuff. You have to understand the entire system. What other ingredients are in the formulation, right? So it's not just you know, because of, at the end of the day, it's not just going to be the prebiotic. So I think the entire, having a clear understanding of, um, you know, the entire system, food system that this product is going to go into is extremely important. So we have, um, you know, our flagship product is a short-chain fast, a short-chain fructolibosaccharide that is derived from sugarcane. And, um, you know, um, this product is, um, you know, about 95% um, you know, prebiotic uh, fast. You know? So it's widely used in all kinds of applications from, you know, um, uh, areas such as um, infant formula, all the way to, you know, um, beverages and supplements as well, right? It's um, pretty stable. Um, it can be used in um, up to a pH of about three. So it's um, very, very stable. Um, you know, however, again, I, I, as I said, you know, if you're looking for anything lower, you, you probably want to kind of have conversations with us so we can kind of guide as to where you need to use it. Um, you know, we we have um, customers using in a wide variety of um, applications, like I mentioned. Um, beverages are also one of those. Um, and um, gummies. And so, so it's stable, you know, under most um, uh, temperature conditions or so processing conditions as well. And um, I want to also say that the products, compared to other um, prebiotics on the market, our short-chain um, FOSS um, products is... Um, 
very tolerant, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, to to most um, to most people, for most people, as compared to other products that you're laying out there. Right? So there's a lot of um, uh, gassy um, discomforts, um, abdominal discomforts, and production of gases with most other prebiotics. One company at Expo West rising to meet consumer demand for gut health, but with a new-to-market twist, is Belly Welly. CEO Katie Wilson explains that unabashedly sparkly and pink and probiotic-packed snack brand is on a mission to destigmatize digestive health and fill a gap in the $280 billion functional food market by catering specifically to women. So I started the company because I had gut trouble. And in, in talking about my own gut troubles and problems, I started to realize that it felt like a large portion of my network did too. And kind of step two was realizing that we were a really underrepresented group in the grocery store. So no one was talking to this group of women, which turns out is 80% of women in the United States with daily digestive trouble. You know, there was heavy medicinal options, right? And then there was options that leaned into, excuse my crude language, like fart jokes, but there was no one creating an approachable but credible, fun, destigmatized approach to this, I'll call it an epidemic, right? With women living with gut issues. And I think step two is realizing that this is actually a women's health issue and that women are 10 times more likely to be impacted by this than men. So, Belly Welly was born, right? And and our mission has evolved over time. But I think today, it, as we began to understand just how big the space and opportunity really is and how little attention it's received, you know, our goal is to be a very significant and disruptive women's snack brand, uh, hopefully the biggest of the decade, right, rooted in, in gut health. And so the very simple way to think about it is we will be the pink brand that eventually lives in five aisles in the grocery store that signals to women we are good for your gut and won't hurt your stomach. It sounds very simple, but there's nothing like that right now. Wilson acknowledges that cultural connection between the color pink and women can be a bit polarizing. But for Belly Welly, she says leaning into the color works because it isn't about reinforcing a worn-out trope. Rather, it's an authentic reflection of her personality as a founder, and it stands out from other marketing strategies in the space. So a risk that we took early on was, was leaning into pink. And, in, and when we did that, we heard a lot from people that pink was going to be polarizing. We were potentially going to alienate people. And that's okay with us. Like I mentioned earlier, this is a women's health issue, right? And that's, I think that's our secret sauce, right, is, is owning that. Not that pink just has to be a women's color. I definitely don't mean that either. But I think everyone's been scared to use pink. And that's, that's one of the tools we've used in destigmatizing the space. The other thing that I think we've really tried to crack and continue to try to crack is walking that line, and we talked about this earlier, between too medicinal and potty jokes. Um, again, it's very tempting in this space to lean, to lean into one or the other. And we, as a consumer, I just realized there was this middle ground missing, right, which is women who could relate and wanted to talk about it and normalize it. Um, doesn't mean we all want to like, compare, like, bathroom stories, right, but want options that are safe for us and we want to feel seen and heard. So the brand mission has always been, if we're not making women feel seen and heard, we're doing it wrong. And so the brand, the pink and the sparkle and all that, is probably a is, is probably a product of my own personality, quite honestly. But it turns out 
it works, right? And and because this came from such an authentic place, I think women do feel seen and heard by the brand. Um, and I'm really proud of that because that that is the thing that that like could bring tears to my eyes. That's the thing I care about most. I mean, giving them amazing products and making them feel part of this. Um, yeah, it's like that's the coolest thing ever. For Wilson, what is in Belly Welly Snacks is just as important as what isn't. Because she explains probiotics offer powerful benefits, but they alone are not a panacea for digestive issues. Our, our goal has always been simple in formulating our products, right? It's, it's, it's about the sum of our parts and what's not in the product versus a bunch of gimmicks in the product. So all of, our, all of the products we'll release will be low FODMAP. Gluten-free, vegan, no sugar alcohols, right? We are really bullish on no sugar alcohols. We think that's um, a lot of the alternative sugars and sugar alcohols that can come with those are damaging to the gut, and that's something we want to stay away from. Um, and then our bars contain probiotics. A couple of our new line extensions will also contain probiotics, and I think those are important, but I only think they're important if you're doing the rest, right? Probiotics can't stand alone and just fix your gut. Uh, on their own, right? You've got to, again, you've got to remove some of those irritants. So we aim to do both. Um, we didn't want to be a brand famous for just putting in probiotics in the products, right? It, it needed to be more thoughtful than that. As Belly Willie navigates conversations about digestive issues, Wilson said the company is careful to not overpromise or underdeliver. When you make a probiotic claim, you of course have to test every batch, right, to ensure survivability exists. So. We do all of that. We, we, you know, this doesn't replace your pill. This is 500 million CFU probiotics per bar, um, and it's all in the strain. So it's a very specific strain. That's why you don't see it often in baked goods because, of course, probiotics die in the baking process. So there's a lot of science that goes into ensuring that survivability post-bake and ensuring that survivability through the, through the remainder of the shelf life. Um, all things that have been a lot of trial and error, but we're really proud of, of where we've landed on it. We spend lots of money on attorneys, right, to make sure we are we are we are good there. So that's part one. Um, again, not that there aren't some really great claims in the world, and our, our product really does work. But we were less interested in leading with big gimmicks, right? Like we'll heal your gut. I don't I don't think these bars will heal your gut, right? I think healing your gut is a big long process that includes a lot of decisions. You know, series of many decisions. We wanted to be very honest and transparent about what we were bringing to the table, which is a bar that will not hurt your stomach is full of good things versus bad things. And when I say bad things, I mean gut irritants, which was such a big pain point for me, and I've realized so many others. Um, and you know, when you're when you're serving something low FODMAP, gluten free, dairy free, you remove that like, potential for bloating. So bloating's been a big buzzword for us. But you know, we are, we've never claimed to go take this and all your problems are solved. Ensuring a sufficient, viable dose of probiotics is also a core value of Karma Water, which offers a trio of waters, including Karma Probiotic Water. At Expo West, Kelly Brindenbaum, marketing manager for the 12-year-old business, explains Karma Probiotic Water stands out from other probiotic-packed beverages because it doesn't need to be refrigerated thanks in part to its patented packaging technology and careful strain selection. Um, what sets us apart for all three products, we have a special patented push cap technology. So with the Karma push cap, all of the vitamins and probiotics are stored in the cap until seconds before you're ready to drink it. So any pre-mixed vitamin drink, any pre-mixed um, 
probiotic drink, once it is mixed with the water, it starts to break down almost instantly, and then you're not actually going to be absorbing all of those vitamins and probiotics. So with the push cap, what you do is you peel it, and then you push it in to infuse the water right when you're ready to drink it. So as you peel, push, and then shake, all the vitamins and probiotics drop in. Um, We also use a BC30 probiotic, which is heat-activated. So um, along the digestion tract, you know, it's a pretty harsh environment, but this specific strain thrives and it's heat-activated, so you're going to actually get 10 times more probiotics than a normal yogurt that actually makes it to your blood. So with our probiotic water, you get 2 billion cultures and all of your daily vitamins. Um, and it's only 5 grams of sugar for the whole bottle, while other kombuchas uh, we're looking at like 10 to 20 grams of sugar. Shelf life on the caps alone, um, about 2 years, we like to tell places 18 months, just skip wiggle room. Um, but yeah, you can buy in bulk, keep them in your garage, keep them in your basement, we're in Sam's Club, Aldi's, Costco, so wholesalers, also Walmart, so you can buy 12 packs or a single bottle. Beyond the added grab-and-go convenience Karma Water patented packaging brings to the probiotic beverage space, the company is making it even easier for consumers to drink their probiotics by launching a new direct-to-consumer subscription service, which is possible because of its unique packaging. So it's going to be a reusable water bottle, and then we will ship you four weeks' worth of the cap. So you can mix and match between our probiotics or some of our CBD caps or our wellness caps. Um, You can find your favorite flavors, mix and match, and so then that way it's a more sustainable option for someone who's more eco-conscious. So it'll be a sustainable water bottle, and then the different caps with different, you choose what flavors you want. Other products at the show blended probiotics and prebiotics or incorporated them in other formats, including a plethora of sparkling beverages, pouched ready-to-eat smoothies, snack bites, and much more. Underscoring the diversity and potential for these star ingredients in the Better For You space going forward. Unfortunately, we don't have time to explore them all today, as we've reached the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope that you'll join me again next week for another installment, and to help you remember, I encourage you to subscribe. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week.